This is the patronal feast day of the United States. Despite our gospel passage being about Jesus' conception, today we are celebrating that Mary herself was conceived without sin. This raises two questions. First, why isn't Mary's immaculate conception recorded in the Bible? The answer is, why would it be? No book of the New Testament was written for the purpose of teaching us about Mary. The Gospels were written to explain who Jesus is. Luke writes about Mary to show us how she is the model Christian. The second question, why is this the patronal feast day of the United States? I heard a new explanation a few weeks ago from our own Dr. John Long. He says, the United States is the country of second chances. And the Immaculate Conception celebrates a second chance for the human race. Our first reading is about how we, as humans, messed up that first chance. But like most solemnities of the church, the key to its significance can be found in the second reading. Ephesians explains that all of us, like Mary, were chosen before the foundation of the world to be holy and without blemish. On this day of all days, we celebrate mercy. Let us ask God to help us to be open to receiving God's mercy. I don't know what circles you travel in, but among my friends, we celebrated the Feast of St. Nicholas on Sunday by posting a meme to the internet. The great saint is the inspiration for Santa Claus because of his charity, but he also participated in the first ecumenical council of the church, the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD. And there he was a strong opponent of the Arian heresy. Well, here's the meme. I came to give presents to children and punch heretics, and I just ran out of presents. Many people have tried to read the Bible from cover to cover, but most people get bogged down in the regulations in the book of Leviticus. So most Christians have never read God's great call in chapter 25 for the celebration of Jubilee years. The Jubilee was to be celebrated every 50 years. To quote, you shall make it sacred by proclaiming liberty in the land for all its inhabitants. There are explicit regulations about how people who had been forced to sell their property or to sell themselves into servitude were to be redeemed by those who held their debts. It's a remarkable thing. On Christmas Day of the year 1299, Pope Boniface declared that the year 1300 would be a jubilee year for the forgiveness of sins. And since then, the church has celebrated another 24 jubilee years. The main feature of these has been people making pilgrimages to Rome to walk through a special holy door. The last of these ordinary jubilee years was celebrated by Pope John Paul II in the year 2000. But this morning, at the direction of Pope Francis, the church began an extraordinary jubilee year to celebrate mercy. Well, actually, he jumped the gun last week in the Central African Republic, where he ceremoniously opened a holy door at a local cathedral in the Central African Republic. And another wonderful internet meme was born. Let's see this one. 
I came here to kiss babies and bring mercy. And I just ran out of babies. So what is mercy? Well, first of all, it is Pope Francis's favorite word. His papal motto is miserando atque eligando, which refers to how Jesus called St. Matthew the tax collector to be his disciple. Quote, by having mercy and by choosing him. In his first extended interview, do you remember when that was a big deal, when Pope Francis gave an interview to the media? It's like not a big deal anymore. He does it so much. But the first one, Francis coined a new word for describing what God does as God. Misericordiando, or in English, mercying. For Francis, mercy is not a noun. It is not a concept. It is an action. Mercy is Jesus' response to sinners. He loves them more than they deserve. Mercy is God's response to each of us sinners. God loves us more than we deserve. How fitting it is to begin this year, this jubilee year, on the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, the Feast of the Second Chance for the Human Race. Gabriel's greeting of Mary, which is sometimes translated with the word rejoice, meant that the reign of sin was over. For just in Adam we have all sinned, so in Christ we are all made alive. But it turns out that's not why Pope Francis chose this date to begin the Jubilee year. It is because today is also the 50th anniversary of the closing of the 21st Ecumenical Council of the Church, Vatican II. The concept of mercy requires us to recognize first that we are sinners, but then to recognize that God's forgiveness is greater than our sins. At the closing of Vatican II, Pope Paul VI summarized the Council's actions through the lens of mercy. He wrote, Errors were condemned indeed, because charity demanded this no less than did truth, but for individuals themselves, there was only admonition, respect, and love. Exactly 10 years later, or 40 years ago today, Paul VI issued the great encyclical Evangelii Nunciandi, the Magna Carta, about our need to proclaim the gospel to all people through engaging where they are as they are. In other words, if we are to celebrate this jubilee year properly, if we are to celebrate God's mercy on each of us, we are to do that by sharing that mercy with one another. You've probably heard it said that the surest way to make yourself happy is to make someone else happy. And that's a good good advice for us in this Jubilee year. The best way to realize how merciful God is to you is to be merciful in how you treat other people. The Ephesians reading proclaims that God destines all of us for specific roles in bringing about the salvation of the world. What is your role in the salvation of the world? Do you truly understand God's plan for you? 
Most of us fall short of our destiny from time to time, but we're called to keep trying to be holy and without blemish. And if you need help figuring out how to be merciful in this year of mercy, don't you worry. I have printed out 54 concrete suggestions from alatia.org on how you can bestow mercy on others in the upcoming year. I'm going to place these next to the baptismal font there so you can take one on your way out. But please note, this is one of those church years. This one is shorter than 12 months. So if there's 54 suggestions, if you want to get through them all, you better do more than one a week. Mary was holy and without blemish. But when the angel appeared to her, I doubt that she truly understood her role in God's plan either. If we can't believe that Mary had a special role in God's plan, it's going to be even harder to believe that God has a special plan for each of us. And if we find it difficult to be merciful to others, it's going to be even harder to believe that God is merciful to us. Or to put it another way, on the 40th anniversary of Evangelii Nunziandi, we love because God loved us first. <laughs>